0: On the 1st of October, polystyrene takeaway containers, plastic cotton buds and drink stirrers were among some of the single-use plastics that were banned from sale or manufacture in New Zealand. Minister for the Environment David Parker said the step was part of a three-year progressive phasing out of the most problematic plastics. The ban is the first since single-use plastic bags were banned in 2019. Parker said that that had prevented a billion plastic bags from ending up in landfills or the ocean. However, some stores had begun using thicker plastic bags, labelled as reusable. More work toward phasing out problem plastics and reduce waste was part of the cooperation agreement between Labour and the Green Party after the 2020 election. In mid-2023, the next group of single-use plastics to be phased out includes plates, bowls, cutlery, produce bags and non-compostable produce labels. Earlier I spoke to Eugenie Sage, the Green Party spokesperson for the environment, about the problem of plastic and the new laws around them. Here's our conversation. Uh, Eugenie, to start us off, can you give us some background as to why single-use plastic is so problematic and why it needs to be banned and what kind of effect it's having on the environment and on us?
1: Single-use plastic needs to be phased out because it's fossil fuel based and because too many of these products are used for mere minutes for our convenience and then thrown away. So that's an enormous waste of resources. And too many of them end up in stormwater and streams and then end up as plastic pollution in the oceans. When these things are gone, just as with um, shopping bags for supermarkets, we don't miss them. There are alternatives. Instead of having plastic drinks, tourists, we could use metal teaspoons which have a much longer life. So, government is moving to phase out the first um, group of problem plastics that started on the 1st of October. That includes things like um, plastic cotton buds, and there are already a lot of alternatives available with cardboard or um, bamboo, uh, plastic drink stirrers, polystyrene meat trays, and those polystyrene clamshell containers that you get for takeaways um, or the little polystyrene boxes. Polystyrene's really bad bad because it breaks up and if you've ever done a beach cleanup, you'll often see little polystyrene fragments um, there. So there'll be more uh, next year. probably single-use plastic plates and cutlery, those plastic produce bags you get in the supermarket, and I'm hoping the non-compostable little stickers that are on uh, fruit, and then some more um, other PVC and polystyrene packaging in 2025.
0: Mm. Getting rid of uh, stickers on fruit has been a long time coming. It's the most frustrating part of eating an apple, I'd say.
1: And when you put anything in the compost, uh, having that, like banana skins, um, having those little stickers there and then they don't break down and you get them in the compost.
0: Uh, Eugenie, what will the ban do to the amount of waste you know we're generating? Um, are we going to see a significant change to the volume of plastic ending up in landfill as a result of these restrictions?
1: Well, New Zealanders send about 750 kilograms of waste to landfill each year, so some of these items are quite small, but they're really symbolic in just showing that we need to be reusing things, not just using things for a few minutes and throwing them away. So it's that whole mind change that we need to make, and government is ensuring that there's a level playing field for everyone because some businesses do the right thing, use... um, have things that, so that you can reuse containers, and we don't want other business, them to be penalised when it's cheaper for people to use
0: these throwaways. Th- this brings me on to another point. Um, there's been some worry that with these new restrictions um, now in effect, uh, it didn't really come with enough warning, and some smaller companies uh, still remain unaware of the ban. Uh, so how can, how can we make sure everyone is aware of and complying with these new rules and not being unfairly caught out?
1: Um, good question. Uh, there are about 8,000 people who made submissions on the discussion document and media is doing a really good job at ensuring that more people, both businesses and consumers, are aware. The big retailers are and have already moved to have um, alternatives. And also, I don't think that MSE will take a really um, police, well, really strong approach to enforcement. They'll do it more gently, educating people. So it's just... The 1st of October was the start date and getting business to understand that they can't sell or give away these products um,
0: anymore. And are there any exceptions in place to the bans? Say for example the medical industry who rely on single use plastics you know, for their sterility and hygiene purposes. Uh, much of the COVID pandemic was fought through the use of these kinds of single use plastics. So what, where, where do we stand with medical industry plastic? Yes, there are some exceptions
1: for medical devices, for commercial food labs, for their sampling products, for things like medical testing kits. So if people um, have got an interest, they should just go to the MFE website or Google Problem Plastics uh, and MFE. And they are, there's quite a detailed list there of what's, uh, what the exceptions are and how the ban works.
0: Last thing I want to touch on, Eugenie, is um, is recycling. Um is it the answer, uh, or is it not? Is it just kind of taking away from the fact that we really need this big paradigm shift to kind of decrease our reliance on plastic altogether? And and what does the current state of our recycling system look like at the moment? Is it enough? All
1: oh, good questions. Um, we do need some plastics. Uh, thinking of uh, wastewater pipes and the like. A lot of our pipes are those heavy-duty plastics. We need to shift to a circular economy where the things we take from nature, we reuse, and at the end of their life they can be um, reconstituted, broken down and then uh, reused again into new products. And the recycling industry, uh, this government has moved to standardise it across Aotearoa so that you put out on your curbside um, in each city and you get the same products collected. That isn't quite in place yet, but there's quite a lot of work being done with um, people in the recycling sector and with councils to have that standardisation. And we need to shift in, say, food packaging, for example, um, and all packaging to um, use of a restricted palette of materials that can all be um, reused and recycled. And we all need to think about stuff that we buy do we really need it? That was the Radio 191 FM Podcast! You can find more of them at i1docco.exe. Oh, it's last podcast!